artificial intelligence, or AI, is currently transforming the healthcare sector. AI can provide patients with increased access to better quality healthcare while simultaneously making treatments more affordable. Despite the promise offered by AI for healthcare in South Africa, existing policy frameworks are inadequate for encouraging innovation in this field. In a recent article, we provide practical and solution-driven policy recommendations. I am Don Richthaldar, and with me to discuss these recommendations is Chanil Naidu. Welcome, Chanil. Thank you, Professor Thalda. I think we should perhaps start by speaking about the relevance of our work. Can you expand on some of the ways in which AI is being used in the South African healthcare context? Uh, definitely. What we've seen is that AI is being used on quite a large scale in South Africa, mm. and it is really at the center of our healthcare goals. Mm. One of the most recent examples is a mobile app developed by Vantage. This was used for COVID-19 community screening in Mpumalanga, and to date, more than 1.3 million screenings mm. have been completed. Mm. So the large-scale use of AI in the public healthcare context is actually a key reason why this technology needs to be regulated. Mm, mm. It really does have the potential to affect any and all healthcare users. Mm. South Africa does not currently have any dedicated legislation for AI, mm. but AI apps developed for healthcare use in South Africa will have to comply with a range of national statutes, existing statutes. Mm. How does the current legislation deal with, with AI? Uh, so AI falls under the regulatory framework of quite a few acts, ranging from the Consumer Protection Act mm -hmm. to PAPIA. PAPIA um, is the Protection of Personal Information Act. Exactly. <laughs> um, more mm -hmm. importantly, for our purposes, mm -hmm. uh, it is regulated by the Medicines and Related Substances mm -hmm. Act. Mm -hmm. The reason for this is that AI used in healthcare will fall under the category software as a medical device. Mm. However, the stated definition of medical devices is far too narrow and excludes many possible applications of AI hmm. in a healthcare context. Hmm. Our solution to this is simply to widen the ambit of the medical device definition. Well, and I think that's a very common sense solution to that problem. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, another issue we face is the single stage model of regulatory review for medical devices. Mm -hmm. So this is essentially where a medical device is only evaluated once and approval mm. is either granted or denied. Mm. So this becomes extremely problematic in the context of AI as some of these systems can actually learn and adapt yep. over time. Yep. Our solution lies in adopting a total product lifecycle regulatory approach. Quite a mouthful. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but this essentially allows, us for, uh, allows for the monitoring mm. of unlocked AI systems at both the pre- and post-market mm. stage. Mm. Janil, a popular topic of discussion is always the concern about AI and liability mm. when people discuss AI, especially in healthcare. Mm. Now, as you know, South Africa is the first and currently the only country to have granted a patent listing an AI system as an inventor. Yes. Some have suggested that this may lead to AI being granted legal subjectivity, which would in turn create a legal loophole for others involved in AI development and so on to, to avoid legal liability. Mm. Additionally, South African common law imposes fault-based liability on the human healthcare practitioner. So, 
How do you see AI affecting liability in the healthcare context? Sorry, it's a loaded question, <laughs> but tell us. So importantly, AI raises the black box algorithm issue. Mm -hmm. So this means that the inner logic with which the machine reaches certain conclusions is more often than not, not open to critique or really understanding. Mm -hmm. This becomes problematic when attempting to impose liability mm. as it makes it virtually impossible for practitioners to foresee and thus take reasonable steps mm. to prevent mm. an error and subsequently meet the required standard mm, of care. Mm. The autonomous nature with which some AI systems operate also makes it difficult to justify a finding of faults or negligence mm. for a human. Mm. And yet it's also not currently possible or even really desirable to mm. attribute liability to an AI system. You know, the, the issue seems to then lie in the fault-based legal liability system. Exactly. So our solution to this issue lies in replacing the existing idea of liability mm -hmm. with a reconciliatory approach aligned with the African tradition, mm. particularly mm. the concept of Ubuntu. Mm. Instead of focusing on questions such as who acted and was the act wrongful, mm -hmm. this generally causes persons involved to be antagonistic. And defensive <laughs> in our current litigation system, yes. Exactly. Um, the focus should instead shift to learning how to better use AI in healthcare mm. and to actively develop guidelines for AI developers and healthcare professionals who are using AI systems. Learning. Learning is very important. This sounds to be a very constructive approach. And, but how will, it, how will it work in practice? In practice, this would take the form of an AI in Healthcare Reconciliation Commission. Mm, to replace the current litigation system in court. Exactly. Uh, we've drawn inspiration from three South African mm. examples. Firstly, the CCMA, which signaled a shift from a, an adversarial model of relations to mm. one based on cooperation, peace and social yes. justice. Secondly, we have a look at the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, yes. um, which held broad investigative powers, was able to insist on access to relevant information, mm -hmm. and also provided a platform for victims to share their stories with the aim of preventing such abuses mm -hmm. in the future. So, similarly, it is envisioned that the AI in Healthcare Reconciliation Commission would investigate and make recommendations for appropriate policy development. Indeed, indeed. Uh, the last place we take inspiration from is the Road Accident Fund, mm -hmm. which provides precedent for the introduction of an insurance mm. scheme. Yes. And this would essentially compensate victims for harm caused by AI systems mm. in the healthcare setting. So the AI in Healthcare Reconciliation Commission will then integrate these elements from these three examples um, in South African policy and legal history to ensure fairness towards people who suffer harm while moving away from the fault-based system of liability. Uh, exactly. At these early stages of adopting such a qualitatively different and new technology such as AI, mm. we suggest that it's more important for society to learn from past mistakes mm, and indeed. and try and plot an informed path ahead. So yeah. we really believe that this will be optimized by excluding litigation mm. in favor of reconciliation. Indeed. Let's now turn to another interesting topic namely AI and innovation. 
Um, unfortunately, the statistics isn't very positive about South Africa in, in, in this case. Um, during the years 2012 to 2021, more than 9,000 AI patent applications listed South Africa as a designated country. Mm. In other words, they were patented here in South Africa. Mm. But only 10 of these patents filed were from within South Africa itself. Um, how do we better drive innovation in the AI and healthcare space? Those numbers are quite discouraging, especially when we're trying to harness the potential of this technology. Yes. A serious obstacle to the development of AI in Africa is the availability of data and the associated mm. costs. Mm. Our suggestion here is availing public sector data to develop and improve AI-enabled mm. systems. Mm. While this may seem controversial as access to sensitive health data raises many privacy and security yes. concerns, it's really not an unorthodox concept. Mm. In fact, the Declaration of Cooperation on Artificial Intelligence saw 25 European countries agree to ensure better access to public sector mm. data. And if they can do it, we can <laughs> do it too. Exactly, exactly. Um, where we can establish a public sector data institution mm. alongside the patient electronic health record, mm. we can allow South African developers to access health data in a secure manner that not only Important. respects the mm. rights of the patient, but also incentivizes the development and deployment mm. of AI. Excellent. Shanil, thank you very much for an interesting discussion. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> And thank you listeners for listening to this podcast episode. If you want to learn more on this topic, click on the links to our articles in the description below.